yelling the whole... We could have named it two hours of yelling. Two hours of drunken yelling. Yeah. Because I re- when I re-listened to it, I felt like I know what we're talking about, but I was trying to imagine myself as like a fully sober person who doesn't know us, like trying to listen to us screaming on top of each other. Like, because there were points where we were just all talking on top of oh, each other. it's because we don't... We didn't have mics, <laughs> yes, so you we kinda, didn't have we're mics. just having we a conversation. We were very not focused, that's yeah. true. Um, so if you listen to the most recent episode of this, and now you're listening to this, that, that's like, that was like speed, like us <laughs> on speed. And now I'm hoping this will be a little less intense. I'm pretty caffeinated, though. Caffeine's good, though. But yeah, the alcohol... Alcohol plus the day we had plus the four of us together in a room was getting riled up. Real about intense. Our favorite topics. Also too. because like Sarah and I are both real intense people <laughs> and we like get loud when we get like upset about stuff. So that was incredible. Um I thought going into it I'm like, all right, I'm gonna have to be the calm voice of reason and I don't think that kicked in at all. I don't think any of us no, were calm voices of reason. We need to up in it. We should do it again, but then have like a mediator. I thought I was like going to be the mediator no. and it didn't work. Like, we'll just have Josh there to be like, you guys need to shut the hell up and talk <laughs> like one at a time. Oh my God. One at a time. Pass one mic around. Yeah. Whoever we all has just the sit stick. There, like squirming yes. in our chair, like, raising our hand. I would need to say but, something, but, but I also have this opinion. Um, so this is Pancake Town, the podcast. I'm Emily. I'm Michelle. Um, this is episode something or other. We, we've lost like the numbering system because the last one, I guess this is 73. It'll be 73. Yeah. Okay. Because the last one was 70 plus. Right. <laughs> Josh was oh, like, why is the episode called 70 plus? I'm like, it's us having a bad attitude about uh, that other show having four plus photo walls. Did we mention that in the episode? I think we might have. I think Sarah said something about it. But whatever. We should just have the next like six episodes be 70 plus. They're all numbered 70 plus. You can't say that you have four plus something and then have (laughs) just four. And then have three. (laughs) Also, why not just say five? Just say four. What is what is the point of writing four plus? Because they might have had that one more. I well, so I in my case when I've used plus, like currently mm-hmm. for show of hands, I'm saying a hundred plus. Okay, but guess what? What's the real number? hundred and seven sounds because hundred and seven sounds weird. Fucking specific and weird. Yeah, right. But so there's a time and better. a place yeah. for the plus, right? And it's not ever no. with the number four. Never. PSA. Because if it's six or seven, then I guess you write five plus. For sure. But even then, it's like... I feel like if it's under ten, you just say you the number. Yeah, no plus. You just say the exact number. If there's six, there's six. If right. there's four, there's four. It's almost if there's eleven nine plus and there's exactly. ten. Like, like, why? If there are eleven, you, say, not, you can say ten plus. That seems four fine. Four is not the better number. I don't know. It's just it's it just <laughs> smacks of like trying hard. Like there's certain ways like that's the whole thing about like marketing and like PR and writing copy. That's why people do that for a living because like some of us are real bad at it and some of us are real good at it. 
it just seems weird when you I don't know it it was something that we were very easy to we just like honed in on that right away yeah. where we're like what what <laughs> what is this also why well, are you I'll, advertising that also shouldn't you be advertising the makers are Instagram walls a thing mm-hmm they are now are you gonna have an Instagram wall at show of hands fuck no you know what it, you know what Instagram wall is at my show every fucking thing in the room like you if you found something cool or you're wearing a cool outfit or you found some cool fixture on the wall or a booth that you like, take a picture of it, tag it on Instagram. Also, guess what you should be encouraging? If you're encouraging shoppers to use Instagram instead of shopping, you should be encouraging them to take pictures of what they bought and tag those people. Mm. You should be training them to do something that's like encouraging supporting the makers which is like the whole fucking point of your show i thought bring your own ring light right bring your own fucking <laughs> you know you have a ring light on your phone you dumb influencer girls like why do we care where you're standing so like i want to see a picture of your dumb face instead of the cool event that you're at it's so boring but then again yeah that's what like if you look at every single one of those bloggers instagram feeds it's just pictures of them in front I didn't of actually look at any of it because I don't follow markets oh, for right. makers. Yeah, it was like twenty-five of them in a row, and not one picture was of the event. Not one picture. Those girls could have been anywhere in any city, in any building, in any place, taking that picture of themselves in front of a brick wall, in front of a mylar balloon that said, "Fucking." girl power or whatever the hell it said i keep thinking it's i keep saying that it said girl power it didn't it said good vibes only that was what the balloons were so will i be ha will that be a show of hands no, no it will not sorry sorry everybody sorry not sorry oh <laughs> it just i don't know it's just so fake i don't like it it makes me feel uncomfortable so let's talk about my show. Yeah, let's show. talk about show of hands. So wait, what's today's date? Well, so this will go up on the 22nd? 3rd? 3rd. 23rd. Today's the 23rd. Show of hands starts on the 26th. If you oh didn't, my God. If you haven't gotten Friday night preview tickets yet, I'm assuming that they haven't sold out at this point. They may have. I don't know. I've been told that I should be able to predict the future. <laughs> <laughs> and know that they've sold out and tell everyone that. But if you haven't got one, you better get one now because they probably will sell out. Um, yeah, Friday, Saturday, Sunday at Artifact Events, not Artifact Event Center. That's not a thing. That doesn't exist. It's not real. Um, I just hate everything about There's everybody. Fruit flying. Here. Yeah. Um, so this is the 10th ever big show. I messed right, we're it not all up. The last minute. I messed it all up because we skipped a spring show one year. The holiday show last time should have been the tenth show, and it wasn't. It was the ninth show, and then I threw in an extra show, and so the last minute show was kind of the tenth show, but not really because it wasn't a big show. So we're just gonna keep. We're gonna make every sh all the next like five shows are gonna be the tenth show. <laughs> ten plus shows. We have ten, ten plus, plus shows. <laughs> Um, so this is technically the 10th full scale show that's two and a half days, which is insane because there's times when I'm like, 
Oh, we've said this is like the third or fourth time we've done this. But no, it's the fucking tenth time we've done it. And there's only, I think there's only three vendors that have been in every, is it three or four? Four. There's four vendors that have been in every single show, not counting the last minute show. Not counting, how many have been in every show counting the last minute show? Um, two. Me and Sarah. You and Sarah. Um, so yeah, Michelle Starbuck Designs and Bonnie are the only vendors that have been in every single show. Orange Beautiful That's can't even really say that. Weird. Orange Beautiful wasn't in the first show. Isn't that uh, weird? Yeah. So technically, Orange Beautiful hasn't even been in all the shows. Um, and then the other two that have been in all the big shows are Nicolet Candle and Earth Cadets have been in every single full scale show. And they'll be in the one this weekend. All four of you guys. We should have like a secret club. I want to get you guys like VIP ribbons or something, you know, like VIP like flower <laughs> crowns. Oh my God. Yeah. Done. <laughs> I'm going to make you guys flower crowns and I'll make an Instagram wall that only you four can take pictures in front of. <laughs> and it'll be like hashtag we're better than you or something. I don't know. Something really like rude. Something elitist. Yes. I like something. El- yeah. I like feeling elite. I mean, you should feel elite. Um, but yeah, there's a, bu- I mean, there are, I feel like every show, there's always like half people who've been in the show before and half brand new people. You don't have an exact percentage on that? I do, but I don't know. I don't remember what it okay. is. I'm going to say, um, I feel like you usually are have quick that with the count. Numbers. Yeah. I mean, I have it written down, but. It's not in my brain. But we both forgot paper and writing utensils <laughs> and our notes are on the back of a receipt that's been shoved in my um, purse for two months. Do mine, you have writing on mine that one? Mine says lodge and some lodge it's, something. Lodge from the lodge on the desert. Oh. It's from where we stayed in Tucson. Thank you. It's got my restaurant charges on it. Mine, my <laughs> piece of paper looks like it's been run over by a car a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> and then she gave me a mechanical pencil that has a, a one piece of lead in it. <laughs> the other one has none. The other one so. has none, none lead. <laughs> so we're real. We have basically what we're saying is that we've not managed our budget from our Patreon money very well <laughs> because like we don't even have paper and pencils. I have a notebook for this at home. Well, it's good that it's at home. <laughs> I mean, my yeah, my notebook's at home too. I just grabbed the bag that had all the sound equipment in, and didn't grab my regular bag. Do we make sure there's a chip in it in the recorder? Yes, it won't. I feel like that's the kind of day that we're having. It won't record if okay. it doesn't have a chip okay. in it. Okay, good. Remember, um, it, remember we did that one time and it like it just turned off oh and yeah. I looked and, and I was like, we did it like Why three times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and we were like, that's weird. It just turned off. <laughs> but it's tricky because it won't. It will turn on just for a second. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And then it just stops recording because there's nothing to record to. Um. Well, so what we were going to do for this episode, mostly because last episode was insane and like us screaming at each other, um, we were going to just go through some of our picks from the vendor list for show of hands and shout some people out that we're looking forward to buying from um, and or at least seeing their stuff in person. I like doing shout outs. Some new stuff and then some stuff that we're like, we know exactly what this is and we can't wait to buy some of it to restock our 
I got a couple restocks. <laughs> oh, um, I didn't mind. write down in didn't my restocks. restocks. No, because I feel like they're people that I always have on my list. So just trying to make room like for new Bonnie, people. Yeah, Element, I mean, I have Edgewater. That, yeah, I'm gonna right. So those let's are just givens. get those out of the way. I'm obviously buying from all of them. Yeah, yeah. I have I to always... do my Mother's Day shopping. Oh right. I don't. I don't buy anybody anything for Mother's Day. Not Josh's <clears throat> mom? Because I don't have a mom. Everybody right. gets sad. <laughs> Time to get sad. You have Josh's mom. Yeah, I could, he always sends her something that I guess is kind of default from both of us. So he'll probably, he usually gets her something. And then at the holiday show, he'll get her something for her birthday and Christmas. Um, I should be better at like buying other people's stuff, but I'm not really good at it. I'll buy Josh's stuff. And then I just buy things for oh, yeah. myself. I have to f- <laughs> finish Monica's birthday present, too. Mm-hmm. I have one thing. Um, and I think I already know what it is, but I'm not going to say it. I'm excited because there's... I think I always... At the spring show, I always get really excited for clothing vendors. Oh. Because they tend to... <clears throat> clothing people tend to do better at the spring show than the holiday show. Because it's more a thing you buy for yourself. You don't necessarily... You're not like buying clothes for people as gifts necessarily unless you're like really knowledgeable about what they like to wear and what size they are um but there's always like an extra amount of apparel Mm -hmm. people at the show so i'm i definitely want to get one if not a couple things from the willery okay do you Um, have anything from them yet i have um i was i wanted to get one of those cropped sweatshirts okay but they ended up like selling out of the color and the size that i wanted so i was like i can be patient i'll just wait till the next time they have it and then i really want that i want to try on that dress that they have that like everyone has it's like a zip up like sleeveless sydney has dress that? Is, yeah, yeah okay. sydney from east grove stamp company has one um side note because i know they're not in the show but that blazer that you have yeah yellow cake i've got to get one of those it's so fucking good up for it it's really it's really nice and i i love it because it's one of those things that i own that like you put it on and it do, it just feels like you're wearing a sweatshirt. Yeah. But you immediately look like you're going to a business exactly. meeting. Exactly. Like you literally That's look like. That's the kind like, of blazer that I yeah. like. Like I just had like a t-shirt. Like to the, I wore that to the walkthrough. Yeah. And I, was I know. Just That's wearing, where I was, I was like, literally oh, wearing like a t-shirt and jeans and gym shoes. But I put that blazer on and then I was like, oh, I'm sorry. That lady's the boss. I went the black one with the leather sleeves. Yeah. The leather sleeves mm-hmm. are key. And then it just has like those cute little pot like. Swoopy yeah. pockets. Yeah. I like the I don't know. It's the just whole, really cute. Yeah. That would like the whole if you, thing. If yeah. Also that shirt you have from uh Geek Chic? No, I think it's um wait, who's the second person I, Oh no, it is Geek Chic. The one yeah, the black one the black that's one. got the, the pointed bottom. Yes. The sort of asymmetrical asymm- bottom. Yes. That shirt's awesome. Yeah, every time you wear that. I it's think weird. I, I think get that. I would like to see if she has that same shirt in a different color. I think she makes them in other colors. For and white for sure. And probably if she doesn't, I bet she would make me one if I asked her <laughs> in a different color. I feel like I've seen other colors yeah. on her. Instagram. She also has a couple like t-shirts that are similar. Like they have kind of fun, interesting shapes to them. And I feel like uh, right now I just have a bunch of like 
you know, standard t-shirts that have something screen printed on them. So I'd love to get another t-shirt from her. So she'll be at the show this yep. weekend. Um, I'm going to add her to my... And I have a skirt from her, a black and white skirt. Because I forgot. Skirt oh, yeah. That's really that's awesome that I love. Because um, I really don't wear skirts, but that one's just... It's just knit. It has no zippers and no hardware. It's just like a knit skirt. So it just kind of felt feels like you're wearing yoga pants or something. Right? And now I'm thinking of that SNL skit with the yoga pants. <laughs> I haven't watched that in forever, but... Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh-huh. It's like an ad. No, we like texted it's a fake it commercial? back. Yeah, like texted it to each other when it had oh, come I don't out. Remember. Okay, I'll I'll refine that. Okay, good. Um, but it has the um little thing in it where she says like her Fitbit says she's dead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it has a little like uh, face. A little, like cross <laughs> <Yeah>. eyeballs. <laughs> oh my god, that's funny. I cried during that. <laughs> <laughs> I've that. had the days where it says I got 200 steps. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it, I have the ones well where it's dead. like, where it does the thing to like remind you to take a walk where it's like, I think you need, like you're sedentary. You need to get the fuck outside. Oh my God. Oh no. What does it say? 200? I can't see it. 666. Six, six. I've had 666 steps today. And it's going to be like that the whole time f- we're recording yeah. because you won't. <gasps> That's I gotta take a photo. As hell. Steve's favorite number is six six six. I gotta take a photo. He's so of it emo. I know. Is oh that emo? I don't know. I don't it's know. Something having it feelings about things. It's his thing. Being like, it's the devil's six, six, number. Six 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 is his thing. Um. <laughs> Do you have any apparel? I just told everyone that list. No, but I I did mean to write the geek chic on there because of that t-shirt that i've been yeah. thinking about oh it's in um on the vendor oh the picture uh, of thing. the shirt yeah, yeah. Totally. uh she has it in blue nice well the one i have is long sleeved oh it's is bla- it yep it's the black one i have it's long sleeved but it's the same i think it's like kind of the same shape shirt it just has long sleeves closet chemistry new oh yeah closet chemistry is new she does like she does like re purpose thing like she uses kind of found oh, clothes and then like re sweater does them um but yeah she has some really cool i can't wait hers is she's one that i'm like i can't wait to see this in person because sometimes it's like you see it on the models and you see the picture and everything mm-hmm. but until you can like hold it up to yourself or try it on you're not totally sure what you know if you're gonna love it or not yeah her stuff is really cute yeah her and then wolfka willery um, Sophia Reyes will be there again. Um, there's a couple, like, there's a t-shirt vendor that Cago Supply. Oh, yeah. Um, them and Sophia both have, so their whole line is, like, say. cute Chicago shirts. So, like, things that don't have the flag on it and don't say Chicago Cubs. And, you know, they're not, like, the standard t-shirts that you normally see. So, like, they're I don't know. They're just very, like, cute. You could just okay, wear just them. Tr- Realize what I'm going to get my mom for Mother's Day. Oh, she's what? been dying for a shirt that says Chicago really? on it. I could get her two. You could get I her could two. get her one from them, one from Sophia. Yeah, and then Sophia has a new 
she has two new shirts. One that's and got I always Chicago tell her like I don't know where it. to get you one that I'm willing. You know, right, like she oh yeah, you don't like, want to get her one like at a, the train station. I'm yes. like, you're not getting that. Yes, don't wear that. Like we've got to find one that's handmade. Yeah, those are super cute. All right, and then yeah, Sophia's right. got one. I think she has two. One ha- one says Chicago on it. The other Doing one says all like my shopping on a podcast. Local something. Local love. Yeah, or yeah, local yeah. Something I can't remember. Uh, and Sophia. Haha. Mother's Done. Day. Finished. Solved. Oh, she's gonna want an Edgewater candle too. Though. Well, yeah. Throw that in there for good measure. <laughs> Get her like the a new scent. Um. What else did I write down? Oh, and then most of my other stuff. Well, I wrote down Alapash is back. Yes. And he's bringing some of his artwork, his new artwork pieces. Oh, like Marcos. Yeah. Okay. I think, I believe so. I'm pretty sure that he said that in his application. Cool. Um, but then, yeah, stuff from the shop. And then he just announced that they're opening another location. I know. In, I, and in I was like, of course. I'm like... I mean, I'm just glad that the announcement wasn't, we're moving and leaving Chicago. I was a little yeah. worried about that at first. I'm glad that it's when like, I saw this the is in Michigan. addition. Yeah. So, so that's exciting. Um, so yeah, Alapash is back in the show. District will be there, who's Alapash's neighbor. Um, I wrote down and studio. Mm-hmm. They were at the Marcus for Makers, and then they'll be in our show as well. And they do screen printed um, like graphic design stuff. Whenever there's graphic design and like paper people, I get real excited. I feel like you have a few good. new. Yeah, so there's ones. a company called Wild Ship Studio mm-hmm. that's like more like painterly. Like she does, she has like little illustrations and she does like cards and prints and I think she has some pins. Um, and then Paisley Paper Company. Super excited for Paisley Paper Company. Um, I've been, fi- I've been following her for a while is it wait look it up is it paper paisley or paisley paper i wrote down paisley paper yeah paisley paper paisley paper um she has really cute cards and she has like notebooks and she makes some enamel pins and then um she's also the designer that does that undated unplanned planner Mm -hmm. that's like the open dated spiral planner um so, yeah, when she applied, I was like, I, I already follow you. I know exactly who you are. <laughs> <laughs> You're in. Yeah, I started following her when you posted yeah. something. So, her stuff is really cute. So, I'm excited. I think she's based out of Detroit. Okay. So, I'm excited for her to I love all the colors. Come to the show. I think she'll do really well. Yeah. So, it's like real colorful. There's this little print that's only $15. I know, right? How cute that's would that really be cute. on a wall? Yeah, that's really cute. I like it. And then um, Lena Lulu is is back she was in i think she's she's been in at least one other show she was at the holiday show um she does like a lot of watercolor illustration designs and she has wrapping paper and cards and prints and that kind of stuff um and then anna montaigne is back she's an illustrator that does prints and she always has cool like non-paper things like she'll Mm. have like i got that banner that's like a canvas banner that has like a screen print. I like the, the banner and her photo it. here so with cute. the flowers. Yeah, that's the one I have. Except yeah. mine is like a tan color instead of that golden. Um, and then she has like enamel pins and prints and stuff like that. Yeah, her work is so, it's just so, I don't know. It's very, it's, I love her style. It's very specific kind of like 
illustration-y, but also modern looking. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then, um, I think that was my, oh, and then Panapaz. Yeah. They're on my list too. A painter. She does like mixed media stuff sometimes, I think. She's just got like super brightly colored. Yeah. So much color. And it's really funny when you like, I always think like, oh, like this line is colorful. This company has colorful stuff. And then like, I looked at her stuff and I'm like, no, this is, this is colorful. Like this is insanely like, but she has prints and paintings. And then she just came out with a line of phone cases that has her artwork on it. If I hadn't Um, just gotten a new phone case, I wouldn't, I would be looking for sure. I'm ready to like walk up to her booth and like pop out my existing phone case and put a new one on. But yeah, they're just like really bright. I normally don't buy art because we like have no room for it. Yeah. And I already know I'm getting something from Jamie. Oh yeah. We'll talk about her in a second. Yeah. Um, but I feel like, I think that some of her pieces, um, are Panapaz. Yeah. Some of her stuff, she has like these little teeny ones. Oh, teeny ones. She has like little, like, you know, like some of them are just like little. I'm going to have to get one. So you could totally get one and like stick it in your kitchen or something, you know? Um, I have one wall that is sort of like a like oh, gallery yeah. wall like type little, thing. Yeah, and I other pieces of stuff. Um, would like to like eventually bring it all the way to the floor. Oh, yeah. So I can add on to yeah. that, I think. Totally. All right. Yeah, I love her stuff. All right. And then, um, oh, yeah. So then Jamie, Jamie Tubbs Studio, she makes these amazing, like, I don't even know how to describe them to people. I always like imagine those like loop pot holders that you mm. made when you were little I'm that sure were like love str- <laughs> but that's what it like that's <laughs> like it makes I me, was really good at making those. it makes me feel nostalgic for that okay like the method of making that like the weaving of that and like remembering being little and like as like an artsy kid, my, that's all my parents ever gave me was like kits to make things Same. like spir- spirograph and like, here's a thing to dye eggs and here's yep. a thing to make potholders and like just learning. Oh, yeah. I would get a new bag of things. the um, things yeah, for it and I would make all of them be like done. Yeah, I'm done. Here's what else did you make? a million potholders. You're you welcome. Want, you hate these, <laughs> but it may like, I don't know her, her <laughs> large pieces that are like woven and then kind of like, stretched to the edges and like some of them are like a bunch of different colors like it just I don't know it makes me feel very like warm and nostalgic for like oh if I had like grabbed onto that as my medium like I would totally be making stuff like that now I want one of the new pieces on paper it's oh yeah I don't yeah I don't know how to describe that either like sewing on paper yeah she posted one today posted a little yeah like the Venn, Venn diagram, diagram one. one. Yeah. yeah. I can't, I mean, I feel like she's going to do. I don't know how I'm going to pick really one. Well. Right. That'll, but I'm going to pick one. Yeah. And she's um, going to have framed and unframed oh, paper nice. ones. That's nice because then if it's like a Mother's Day thing, you just buy the framed one. Yeah. And like wrap it up and be like, here's your gift. Hang but on if you like, you already have a bunch of frames sitting around or like if you just want to do the like, like clip it real oh, cute yeah. and like hang it in your studio. <coughs> so yeah, there's, there's a few like art. Also, Jamie's people, going to be stuff. on this podcast. Um, she I know we she teased it a couple yeah. weeks ago, but, then but guess we who had got a migraine, migraine issues. <laughs> so <coughs> I think two weeks, I don't know 
couple episodes ago, we said Jamie's going to be on the podcast, and then Emily got a migraine. So she but, will be on the yeah. podcast. We I had a rough couple like weeks a, there. You did. <clears throat> but yeah, I'm, com- I'm, I'm trying to get out of it permanently. But yeah, someday. Someday we'll have regularly scheduled interview episodes, and we won't have to cancel them. I feel like them. we've told a lot of people that we're going to have them on. Luckily, everyone is is just as busy as we are. Yeah. So, like, no one's sitting around being like, well, I was counting on doing that. And then you can't... <laughs> people are like, cool, we'll just do it later. I'm busy. I got shit to do. Yeah. Um, All okay. right. Who else do I have? Um, I have Elo Ceramics. I, I'm oh, saying yeah. that right. Um, so that's been on the little meet the vendor Instagram stories where people tag, like, the, the maker they want, the vendor they're looking forward to seen at the show she's gotten the most tags for that um yeah i'm gonna have to buy from her on friday aren't i if i want something probably yeah her get st- your I mean, friday night tickets the colors are really great Ugh, the, the sh- shapes, shapes are just so unique and interesting those like kind of oblongy ball bowls are really cool i am a very picky mug person yeah and i have to have one of these mugs they yeah have it's got to go in the collection. Yeah, it's re- they're really beautiful. I'm and I'm gonna say this: I love this combination of the lavender and green so much. And yeah, everyone knows how much I hate purple, <laughs> but it's so good. I'm considering getting getting that the one. purple mug. I am. Do it. Yeah, they're really pretty. The colors are just perfect. Mm. Like they're pastel this, like without being blue pastel. And blue one too. They're like or, weird yeah. muted. They're like bright colors, but bright muted. M- yeah. She knows what she's doing. So so, so yeah. E Elo ceramics. E period L O. Um. I wrote down a couple jewelry people. Um, Ella Callis jewelry. Haven't. Um. She just, I I just thought, I don't know. Like I remember getting the application for her stuff and just thinking like, this is so, this has such a strong point of view. Like you would see that anywhere and be like, that's her jewel. Like you would know that it was hers. Um, just like the shapes are very specific. Yeah. And they all like, Mm. they all see, they look like they're very delicate and lightweight, but are still like big. Like the proportions of the designs are still pretty large. But everything looks very, like, dainty and fragile and, like, kind of, like, slightly off shape. Like, they're not, like, they're not, I don't know. They're not perfect. They don't, you know, they don't mm-hmm. look, like, cookie cutter. Well, they, they're, like, unique. Yeah. yeah. They look like, like she's, they have a yeah. really specific point of view, which yeah. I love. Sprinkle studs. Right? Cute. So, yeah, I'm excited to see, like, all of her stuff, like, on one table and then and just be, like, overwhelmed by choosing <laughs> um i have a jewelry designer on my list too you do yes who and i'm kind of totally obsessed with <gasps> it um your fan and she's been in the yeah um been on the show like a million times uh grace gainer yeah like yeah she's amazing blown away every single yeah. thing I, I love yeah love 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 her stuff is the so great new, the new metal pieces. Yeah, the ones that have, like, the little illustration-y yeah. elements on them. And then, yeah, she does a bunch so, of really so cool, good. like, porcelain. Pe- I have a pair of her porcelain earrings. I'm specifically obsessed with the metal stuff. But, yeah, stuff. the metal stuff is really cool. 
And I mean, again, her, she's a great example of like having such a specific point of view mm-hmm. where we are like, this is clearly from her. Like I there's love it. no, uh, like if somebody else had something even similar. No one else is doing anything similar to no, this. No, not at all. It's like, <sighs> now I'm You're loading obsessed. her website. I am obsessed. I can't stop looking at it. She's also like a super lovely person. I love having her in the show. Yeah, those little, the little like, almost like pennant flag yeah. ones Ooh, that have the little drawings on them are so cool. Go. Yeah, yeah, those Ugh. are so great. And like, they're so reasonably they're priced. S- they're almost too reasonably priced. Yeah. I like the suffragette pendant. Yeah. Ugh. They're really cute. I feel oh, like and then the ones with color. Those are oh great for I those can't are handle great for it. Mother's Day. I can't handle it. Get your mom it's a so awesome good. necklace. On a little bracelet. Yeah, so Grace Gaynor. She does do silver. My mom only wears silver, which is a problem because I don't really yeah, use silver. Yeah, you're like, sorry, mom. Yeah. I can't make Occasionally jewelry. I'll do something in silver just for her, but yeah. The one other uh, jewelry vendor I wrote down was Locked and Layered. Hmm. Um, mm-hmm. She does like kind of more like unisex jewelry, so it's all, it's, you know, she's definitely totally. like marketing it towards men and women um, which is so smart because i get smart. asked all the time if i make men's jewelry and i'm always like i have no idea what kind of jewelry you're like you can wear this necklace wear. like yeah obviously you can you can <laughs> you but can, specific it looks great on you i'm right. like well it kind of it's funny because like because her stuff is kind of designed to be unisex like it actually makes i'm actually more drawn to it because i'm like mm, oh it's not see that. like roofy and delicate and flowery and like you know gemstones and stuff that yeah. maybe i wouldn't pick normally yeah i think my stuff it's kind of like why i like minimum maxima girly. so much because minimum maxima is the same way where they're very unisex and it's like they have bolo ties and like these big strong geometric pendant necklaces and like things that don't say me- male female yeah at all. i mean she yeah. even has the picture of yeah. it on a guy like that's a great like and i love that necklace i would totally wear that yeah, there's a bunch, just, I don't know. It's very geometric and, like, simple, and she has a lot, she has a lot of pieces that are, like, black and a metal, and black and, like, black and gold and black and silver, which I really like. Um, I think those were the only two jewelry people I wrote down. Who else did I write? Oh, um, there's a couple of fair trade Oh, yeah. People in the show, one that I wrote down specifically is Everand. Okay. Um, they have, up. like, a bunch of really cool textiles. Their whole deal is that they work with refugee women that actually live in Chicago. Oh, okay. And so their, you know, their kind of purpose is, like, giving these women, a, you know, a way to make money and, like, have a sustainable the like give them a product that they want made and i think so show them how to make it and they've got like these cool textile woven pillows the thing that i wrote down was they have these things that are called pouches and in on their website they're all like they're using these pouches as like planter containers so like you'd put a little planter in a pot like inside this little fabric woven pouch but they're all like kind of cool colors and like interesting patterns and textile Okay, yeah, everything's sewn in Chicago. Yeah. So that's like um it's like different extra, than yeah, extra extra. It's like local and fair local trade. Local and at the not s- local time. at the yeah. same time. 
Yeah, so I'm looking forward to seeing their stuff kind of up close cool. and personal. Um, and then I wrote down Hunter Labs, which is the guy that makes the phone chargers. And I bought one for my brother at the holiday show, and he loves it. And at the holiday show, I did not yet have an iPhone 8. Right. They I have to be I iPhone was just gonna 8 say, and above. Um, I know yeah. mine does that now. And so now I'm like, well, now I got to get one of those because I have an iPhone 8. Okay. <laughs> so the reason I didn't click on this is because I thought it's going to be $100. No, they're it's like 40 bucks. 34 yep. $36. Yep. I, know. I was not expecting that. No. Holy shit. They're really they're real little. They're probably like not even four inches in diameter. And then they all have like a little lightning bolt like inlay. So on if the you top. want a actually cute Yeah. Not, cute's not the right word. No. Like just super yeah. Cute's not the like, right word. What's the word? Like Smart. it looks like a piece of furniture, mm-hmm. you know, like it's not plastic. Yeah. It doesn't look it's like not a tech garbage-y. thing. It yeah. Be part of your decor. Yeah. And if it's sitting there without your phone on it, it literally just looks yeah. like, a, like a pretty object on your table. That would be a good Mother's Day present. If your mom is like, I don't think a I'm cool mom. If you got a cool mom instead of a not as cool mom. <laughs> um, if you have like a modern hip mom that doesn't wear jewelry and like has a shaved side of her head or something. I'm not, I'm not a mom. I don't I know don't, why I'm saying that. I don't know. Uh, my mom has a, um, Android. So I don't think, I think it, it works that. with that. I don't know. We'll have to find out. I, I've already got quite the list. You've of got shit. Yeah. Yeah. You've got too many and actually we should, this would be a father's day. is not that far away. Yeah. Yeah. Father's day is only another month know? away. Yeah. So good father's day gift. Yeah. Too. Very good father's day gift. Um, I think the one, oh, the one other thing I wrote down, this kind of goes back to the art stuff, is Long Dog Dandy, which is Julie's company. Um, she's kind of moving away from her mm-hmm. mugs and, like, having just the, she, I think she's, like, kind of over the, being the lady that has the mugs that have dirty words on them. But she's been doing way, like, a lot more of just her art and illustration like just having stuff in shows and like doing more things that are just like an art, a design that's like on a pint glass and a design that's on, that's a print or whatever. So she's going to, I think she's having, she's going to have like a ton of new stuff. She has t-shirts that she's printing right now that are going to be at the show. And I think she's just trying to move into like seeing if that stuff does well. So I'm excited to see, like I've been talking to her about doing prints like paper prints and things that are frameable mm-hmm. and then just figuring out kind of other products that she can have her artwork on because she's, I mean, she draws this stuff that's so amazing and like specifically her style. Mm-hmm. And so I think then it's just like a matter of figuring out how to make that something that people can like, yeah. What do you own. put in? Yeah. yeah. Like, can you just make it a print and have it be a framed and on the wall? Totally. But then ha- can you reach more people by having, it on like t-shirts and mugs and stuff like that so yeah she'll have a bunch of new stuff at the spring show which is exciting and i think she'll have some of her standby you know her old favorites i'm i can't imagine I think there'd be riots i can't if imagine she if she showed up and yeah. didn't have a cunt mug yeah i think people would get real upset but could be a good test like test market see if everybody gets real angry <laughs> well that's funny because 
There are a few things that I'm not bringing that I always, always, always have. And you're going to see if people are actually, like, molecule necklaces? I'm not bringing it. Right? Steve thinks you know I should have, have a couple on me but not put it out just in case. Yeah. I'm like, no, I'm not bringing it. Oh, you're like, no, I'm not doing that. It'll be interesting to see, like, how if people ask about it. I mean, it's kind of a, it's, I, I've had that where, like, I don't, I won't have a card design because I can't bring, I have, like, a hundred card designs. I can't bring all of them. So sometimes I just don't have a thing at the show that I do have at home. Yeah. And I it's mean, interesting because sometimes people don't ask about it at all. And I'm like, sure. cool, I was right. And then other times there's like six people who are like, I saw this on your website. Do you have that? It's like, that? well, you can order it online. And it's like, well, no. But I usually at shows um, let people or like order it at the show and then I ship it to them. Yeah. For free. Because I'm like, I want your yeah. money. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want you to go home and forget that you no, for sure. wanted to buy and this. And if you... I, I'm sure there's a way to do it easily on other apps, but on Shopify, there oh, is right. an, a specific function where you can um, send someone the link to buy the thing yeah. that they want that you don't have. You just That's pull cool. it up in your inventory and then add them as the customer. And I'm um, up in the corner with the three little dots, probably. Yeah. Um, there's a thing where it says email. Um, that's cool. To customer. I love that. That's smart for shows. Because mm-hmm. then you don't you don't have to feel like you have to bring your full inventory. Sure. You can feel like if somebody asks for that, then I have an easy way for them to buy it. Um, I feel like for the past few years, I'm always like, I need to bring less. I need to bring less. And then I don't yeah. bring less. Yeah. Um, uh, so... I'm doing a little bit of that, but also a lot of um, just bringing things that aren't online at all. Yeah. Like, you can only get this here. So, new, limited edition, one-of-a-kind things. You better buy it if you want it. I mean, yeah, there's a good... There's there's ways to make... I try to tell vendors that, like, to just remember that, like, you you want people to you want to give them an incentive to buy it right now. Like, cause it's one thing to be like, yeah, of course you just, Oh, you saw this and you like it and you want to take my business card and walk away. But like, could I have had a sale or a promotion or a, you know, some, something that makes them feel like, no, I need to buy this right now because the likelihood that they will take your card home and then mm-hmm. buy something is much less than when they're standing right in front of you. Yeah. So yeah. Trying to give them a reason to, that's why the the shows being before holidays is always, I feel like that's key. Because, like, when there's shows that are just in the middle of, you know, random times of the year, there's less, the customers don't feel that kind of pressure to be like, oh, well, if I don't buy this now, like, when, when would I buy this thing I need to buy? Like, if I need something for Mother's Day, I might as well buy it now because then it's just done. So, like... Even just saying to people, like, this is a Mother's Day special and it's 10% off or whatever you want to do, like, that makes people go, huh, maybe I will, maybe I will just buy that instead of waiting. Got to get them, got to get them while they're hot. Yeah. And also, (laughs) like, Mother's Day is coming up so fast. Like, if you want something that's handmade or even. Like, what are you going to do? Go home and have it shipped to you and then you're going to get it maybe the week before if you're lucky. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is like, that's the struggle with the shows too, is just trying to give people a place that they can buy stuff 
that they can count on instead of always feeling like buying shit online is the easier thing. Like, if we have these good shows that happen frequently enough, people should start getting into, you know, mm-hmm. like, I would like to feel like that. Like, oh, if I wanted to buy some cool thing, like, well, there's this show coming up. I'll go to that and buy it there instead of going on Amazon or, like, buying well, something last minute at Target or whatever. Like, just do, you know, like, getting something that's thoughtful. I can't imagine buying a gift from Target, to be honest. I bet not anymore. I feel like most like people do back that. Back when I was poor and in college, sure. Right? There's a time and a place. Yeah. But not not for me anymore, yeah. you know. I think that's one of the cool things about living like that we're lucky like living in a place like Chicago where like these shows actually do exist and like they are easy for people who live here to get to them and like they happen frequently enough starting at a certain point, like starting in April, like there's shows like every weekend. Mm -hmm. And then certainly throughout the summer, there's like no reason to buy anything other than at a cool art festival or craft fair or street festival. And then going to stores. It's, it's funny to see like stores moving and getting bigger and like expanding like alongside stores closing and like not you know it's like i wish it was i wish we could get to a place where having these little shops that like support local makers weren't so like touch and go it's so it's like nerve-wracking because it's like on the one hand you're like oh like neighborly moved and has a bigger space and they're expanding and they're growing they're doing so great that's so awesome and then on the other hand you're like oh but then like these two other stores like closed and like that's so sad that that couldn't sustain itself and it's like well even like when we're, we're trying to move in the right direction chains close i yeah. get worried like yeah, i just saw that bed bath and beyond is closing yeah. a bunch of stores which is like i don't actually care except for like what does that mean they're right. closing because people just aren't going into stores anymore right and then that does affect yeah all it's store, terrifying all to see stores. i mean we have out here we have like in Portage Park area, the last couple of years, like a bunch of CVSs closed. And like y- now there are just these dead, empty CVS, like buildings that were literally built to be a CVS are just sitting there completely abandoned. That's so weird. Like just dilapidated, like weeds growing up into the parking lot and like windows are broken and have graffiti on them. And like no one, no one's going to lease that, but who's going to lease that building? Who could possibly lease that building? Like if CVS can't afford to have it, who could possibly afford to have it? Selling the lot? Like you'd have to tear it down and put something else there. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. I mean, and they're, they're so big and they're so specifically made to be a CVS that like, unless you're literally opening, unless another chain, like unless a Walgreens came and was like, we're going to buy this. I don't know. I feel like in Rockford, there was always this thing where like, there'd be, I don't know, an accounting firm that's an old Taco (gasps) Bell or something. There's a, there's a lawyer's (laughs) office on Cicero that for sure used to be either a Taco Bell or some sort of Mexican restaurant. Like it's, it's, it's like a fucking Pueblo building with like rounded windows. Yeah. But it's now a lawyer's office and like new signage has been like, it's so hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it's such a weird thing because it's, I mean, it's such, it's the problem with like big companies 
can afford to just close and leave and abandon a whole building. Yeah. So like they don't care. They I don't wish care we had the money they, to like buy oh the CVS there's a, yeah, and like, like there's turn a building, it into something. There's a building <laughs> right across. There's an area that's like division and no, sorry, diversity, diversity and central mm-hmm. where there's like, there's a bunch of auto zones out here. Like a shit ton of auto zones, and like every two blocks is a Dunkin' Donuts, Baskin Robbins. It's really depressing. But there's like this auto zone, and then there's the abandoned CVS, and okay. then across the street from the abandoned CVS is this like amazing building that looks like it was probably built in like the 60s. Okay. So it's one of those buildings where the main there's like a little main floor entrance and then like parking underneath the building so like there's a second floor that like goes across like a parking Uh bay and then the top of the building is just like black glass like like shadow windows or whatever so like it looks kind of postmodern, but now it looks ancient because it's like was built like Mies van der Rohe right like it looks like it's like if it was the 1950s it would have looked like the future but now it looks like super mid-century modern and it's just abandoned i don't know what was in there before i think it was probably just like an office building and it's just dilapidated it's had a sign in it forever that's like someone buy this it's for lease and i'm like that would be the coolest building ever because like the main floor could literally be like a co-op retail shop and then the whole second floor could just be like everybody's like studio spaces or something oh my God. or like off like business small business offices or something let's buy it right so i'm all, i mean i see these buildings like that all the time and they're and like also the portage theater that's literally a block from where we're sitting right now is just like a travesty like there's it's just like falling apart they every once in a while will have like a movie on a Sunday, but like for the most part, it looks like an abandoned building. And there's an entire like second floor space that's just like empty and dead and no one uses it. And it's just like, it makes me feel like, what if somebody could afford to have that and like rehab it and like make it an actual space where like people come and like have events and like watch movies. It's just, it's very depressing. There's a space like that on Lawrence and the river that um, like was some sort of factory that yeah. moved out. And Steve and I had been like daydreaming about how that would make a great studio right? space. It was huge. Yeah. Um, so you'd have to like chop it up and rent it to a bunch of people. Yeah. And it's now a like co-working space, right. which yeah. I guess is fine. Fine. But I had been daydreaming about having a studio on the second yeah. floor. There's a few, I mean, I, I always think about like how cool it would be to, cause the things where it's like, if I have issues with like the venue or like imagining like how much easier putting on show of hands could be if like, I just had a building. Oh <laughs> like, yeah. If I just had a building and it was like outfitted the way I needed it to be outfitted and had like load in and elevators and lighting and Wi-Fi and, and like, cool, somebody wire me five million (laughs) dollars and i'll get right on that but yeah it's it's kind of crazy because you feel like chicago should be a place that supports all of that and like for the most part we do but then it's also like there's so many other factors going into like owning a brick and mortar and having like paying the insane rent and like having the permits and doing renovations and like 
keeping your fingers crossed that people show up and buy things. Um, it's I such a crapshoot. During one of her speeches, um, Lori Lightfoot, our um, soon-to-be new yeah. mayor, was saying something about how ridiculous it is to get permits for so storefronts. It's so ridiculous. And how we need to make that easier. Oh, my God. That would be amazing. And I thought, all right. I mean, I, the thing is, is like, if they, if they can figure out some, there should be some sort of like, I mean, they, they kind of have it with like TIF grants and SSA money where like small businesses can apply to like have renovations done. And like, there's a lot of like dollar match, matching dollar for dollar things where mm -hmm. like, if you are a business like Garcia's in Lincoln square did that, they got it. The reason why they are fully renovated and have a whole new restaurant from what they had 10 years ago. Sometimes I miss the old it, restaurant. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. Like you had to walk through that weird alley like between people eating to get to the rest <laughs> of the restaurant. But like they, like they rehab their entire restaurant and because they it's got like a, they got a tip hard grant. to get a table there now. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, their business is booming, but you also have to be like, okay, if I need, if I want to get them to give me $40,000, I have to pony up $40,000. Yeah. Like that's, that's the trick is like, you can't be a startup. You can't, you, it's, you can't just have an idea and like a good business model. You literally have to have like enough cash to have somebody else give you more cash. So it's like, it's great. That's great that that exists, but it's also pretty impossible for 90% of businesses to get TIF money. And it's such a huge process where you have to like probably hire a grant writer and probably mm. go to a bunch of meetings and probably have presentations where you're like, this is what we're going to do with this. The other annoying thing that happens here now we're like totally off topic, but <laughs> it's one of my favorite topics to rant about, um, which is, that there was this time where um, the Southport corridor was not called that. Yeah. It was nothing. Yeah. And a few boutiques moved in mm -hmm. and it became a shopping spot. And that only lasted. Yeah. I, a couple like, of years. Four or five years yeah. before anthropology moved yeah. in. Gap and showed up. now it's all and now it's just terrible. Yeah. Like you know, big brands and stuff. Yeah. And actually like some of them can't even make it right. Like that paper chase is already gone. Already gone. That sounds, makes I sense. I can't, Steve told me what's there now and I already forgot. Um, but there have been brands that have come and gone already. Yeah. I mean the free people store that was there. Is it not is, there? Is it gone? I feel like it might oh, be gone. Oh, I don't gone. know. They're actually, the free people is where the shop was that I managed. Yeah. The anthropology has kind of has stuck it out. And I feel like, Cause there's like that, there's like the Lululemon is there. Yeah. On the and corner. Then, That's where my bank right. was. Yeah. Washington mutual. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just, I mean, Which it's Chase such a ate. weird, like double edged sword of like, I mean, it's, it's what's happening out here. Like two Starbucks have opened within a mile of our house in the last two years. And consequently, and if some, if anybody wants to argue with me that the, that they are not the reason that these businesses went out of business, you can go fuck yourself because it's a little bit too much of a coincidence that like a Starbucks opens and then the five local businesses around the Starbucks are gone within one year. Hmm. Like if you think that's a coincidence, I mean, and, and it's not directly Starbucks's fault because I guarantee you it's a result of Were like they, they the landlord. Coffee, the other places no, or? no. Oh, okay. One, there's a restaurant 
There's an ice cream shop. Um, they, it doesn't like, really make sense that they would close. I think that it's because the Starbucks comes in and then the landlords of the oh, buildings surrounding okay. it go, hmm, if there's a Starbucks here, we can up our rent. Well, that's what happened to Southport. Absolutely. So uh, and people that's, got greedy. That's what happened on Damon. That's exactly what happened okay. on Damon where Orange Beautiful was. My landlord was the only landlord that was not just jacking up my rent every year. He could he could have very easily decided like, oh, the train station got rehabbed. Oh, this new business showed up. Oh, this other store came in. Um, your rent is now 30% more than it was. He, re- he raised my rent. I was there for seven years. He raised my rent $100 total over the course wow. of seven years, which is unheard of. Mm-hmm. And it's the only reason that I was able to stay there for seven years. But then when I left, he, he raised my rent by like, I think like 40% because uh. he realized he went through and he was like all these other stores that are literally next to our store. And our store is a prime location on a corner and it's bigger and has a basement and a bathroom and has been renovated. Like, and these, like there was a little podunk store that used to have the state farm agency in it like next to the shoe repair guy Mm. that storefront got put up the year that i left got put up for rent and it was twenty one hundred dollars a month it's it's like 450 square feet oh my god it's like half the size of my store and my landlord was like um we i need to up the rent when you leave so he was like don't tell anybody that talks to you about the store like what you pay in rent so like don't talk about it on the podcast (laughs) Whatever. She's already in. She's having a fight. She's doing great. But it's like that whole area, like it's very, it's very tenuous over there because it's like at any moment, if one of those landlords decides to raise the rent or give their lease to Starbucks or Jimmy John's or, you know, a cell phone store or whatever, there's already a fucking T-Mobile and Boost Mobile or Cricket or whatever as like the head of that intersection like, that intersection is so depressing. Mm-hmm. It's a CVS, um, an old folks home. It's not an old folks Whatever home. Whatever it it's is. It's like the Social Security. And Which is literally, yeah. Oh, well, wait. Social Security is, is the down next the one down. This is, it's like it's some like sort of government building for old people. But it literally has a <laughs> sign. It has, better. like, a letterboard sign that has said the same thing about a camera class. <laughs> for like at least 10 years like how to use the digital camera yes they've never <laughs> changed that sign in a decade they've never changed that sign i have not noticed it and then there's a t-mobile and a cricket those are that's the those are the headliners for the damon lawrence intersection that's disgusting it should not be that way but guess well, who can afford those storefronts down the street and the sears is still like sears is nothing's still nothing. happening with yeah. that that yeah. mattress store went out there's nothing there well, so we have that problem at the six corners um in portage park the the quote-unquote real six corners um so basically cicero irving park road and milwaukee mm-hmm. that intersection Every single building on every corner is abandoned right now. There's an empty lot where the bank got torn down. The GameStop is an empty building now. The mattress store is an empty building. The vitamin shop is an empty building. Oh, the one thing that's still open is the Sprint store. And then the uh, Sears is an empty building. And none of them have plans to be anything other than an empty building. Or a hole in the ground. It's the most depressing intersection in the whole city. 
Yeah. I and mean, yet, I think it that should in be... general, Lincoln Avenue is pretty sad. Yeah. It's, it's just, I mean, it's terrifying to think about because you're like, this either has to turn around real fast and I, God knows how that's going to happen. Or like, we just have to start bulldozing buildings and realize that we live in a society that doesn't need buildings anymore. Like, we should just not have buildings. Yeah, I mean, we drove past the Sears the other day. I'm like, I don't know what's going on with that. Sure, it'd be lovely if it was something cool. It was supposed to be... put condos there because it was that's supposed what you're going to do. It was supposed to be storefronts with condos above it. Loft condos. That's what it was supposed to right. be. No one and wants never a storefront. Happened. So just put yeah, parking no, on yeah. the bot. No like, one wants a storefront. Stop wasting time. Yeah. It's going to be condos. Yeah. Just fucking put them there. Yeah. Like, be done with it. I can't be idealistic about everything yeah. anymore. No, I know. And it's, it's a huge building that's just sitting there looking empty and sad. Yeah. Put something, Put something there. there. Yeah. It's really depressing. I mean, it's hard because I like the whole point of show of hands is like to help these Let's buy the Sears building and put oh show my God. of hands Wouldn't there. that be fucking amazing? It'd be a great <laughs> that's a great location. It it's is. right by the train, both directions. It's on a major street that would be easy for people to get to. Yeah, done. I'll, I'll get that money together tomorrow. I don't know. It's just... <laughs> that's why I want to be friends with Marcus Lomonas. Because I'm like, maybe he'll just be like, you. I like what you're doing, lady. Here's, I'm going to invest $500,000 in your crazy shit that you're doing. And I'll be like, cool, let's do this. Like, I would be like, I will take... You can have 95% ownership of whatever we're doing. <laughs> but you front the money. <laughs> Because I don't have any. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it w- I just wish that... And I wish that I could tell makers, like, your goal should be to have a storefront. Like, that would be amazing. But I don't want to... S- no, I'm like, no, your goal should not be that. It's too... Like, you potentially could, like, destroy your own life. Like, you yeah. could bankrupt yourself. Or you will never have any free time. Or, like, it's it's so stressful. Because we live in a world where, like... You, I mean, the people that are successful with brick and mortars are, like, fucking heroes. Mm-hmm. Like, Hallie from Milk, like, she's a fucking hero. Like, she well is also busting her ass and, like, ha- now has two storefronts. The topic of Andersonville. Oh, my God. Is, I love Andersonville. Like, such a great such example. Such an anomaly. Such a... Like, why isn't the rest of the city just doing whatever Andersonville and does? And I think um, when we had Winnie on the podcast, yeah, she mentioned... Yeah, because Grace. Like, yeah. the um, landlords are not horrible, yeah. evil, selfish people. Yeah. That's it's just... That's it, why. It's so interesting when you get... I mean, it's part of the reason why that little stretch on Damon is as good as it is, is because, like... There somehow there has just become this little community of like good things and like like the fact that Starbucks wanted my space and my landlord was like get the fuck out of here like he didn't have to do that there's no there's absolutely no reason other than his own integrity that he said no to them and so when some when another person like when one person that owns a building is like I just want money. Mm-hmm. And they take whatever comes and fills the spot because they want to be out from under it, then they're going to do it. And then that can change like the entire face of a neighborhood. But like areas like Andersonville, where they have like this amazing chamber of commerce that like fucking somehow totally gets it. Like they totally get how to promote those businesses and like why it's important that they aren't 
support, you know, that they aren't like shouting out the Starbucks. Like, no, mm-hmm. we, they, they're fine. Leave them there. They can be there. They can run, you know, be on Clark Street. Who cares? Mm-hmm. But guess who we're going to promote and like give support to and just be friendly and nice and accommodating to? The local coffee shop. Like, we're going to go, There are know? several local yeah. coffee shops on Clark within, I don't know how many blocks, but yeah. like in Andersonville proper. And I, they seem to yeah. all be doing they're fine. All like, I can think of three off the top of my head. So they're probably at least six. And it feels like <laughs> new things go in there and then like, and they just like stick around. Yeah. Like they so don't. So we'll say if you want to open a storefront, consider Andersonville. Yeah. Because and guess what? Your rent, your rent will be higher. Fronts. Your yeah. rent will be higher because you're in a trendy, nice neighborhood. It will be higher than if you got, Certainly, if you got, I mean, the storefronts around here, like the storefront that I look to that's next door to where we're sitting was mm-hmm. like $800 a month. Like it was like less than my previous studio space. That's crazy cheap. And yet I know that like, just because that's so much cheaper, that doesn't mean like that. That's because this isn't an area where it can be more expensive. You're than not going to get foot traffic. Right. Whereas in Andersonville, like, yeah, you're probably going to pay you know, you could, you might pay 10 times that much for a big storefront space. But if that's what you need to like bring in the people, so like it's going to cost more money, but that neighborhood over any other neighborhood, like you will get your fucking money's worth Mm. because you immediately have a network of group of people. That's like right behind you. I mean like the fact that all of them, like, you see all of the other businesses like post about another business opening. Like who does that? Like that never happens. Like, yeah, I feel like that. I know all the new businesses yeah, because, because Hallie goes yeah, there she's and like, then posts just, about she's it. Like, just what I checked yeah. out. Like we're so excited for them to be our new neighbors. And it's like, they're not actually her neighbors. They're like four blocks up the street, well, yeah. but like they, the consider, neighbor, yeah. Yeah, they consider themselves all neighbors and they're all in it together. And they all, it's like the fact that they have a, actual local bookshop yeah that does well still there i mean lincoln square does too yeah um and that's a real mix of like local and not local yeah the lincoln square area got got weird it is weird like when they i think it started with that building being rehabbed rebuilt Mm -hmm. into those condos that's when it started i will admit i'm very sad the gelato place went out oh did it leave yeah they had um two flavor at least at any time two flavors of vegan uh gelato and there like aren't many vegan ice cream places in the entire city it's stupid i feel like i go anywhere else and it's like here's all the vegan ice cream you want things you want to have um and That's I'm like, we're okay, still cool. Super so Midwest there's here. one flavor of dairy-free frozen yogurt at Yogurt Square. Mm. Sweet. Thanks. Well, yeah, Yogurt Square doesn't count. I mean, I like Yogurt Square because I like um, any... Uh, Putting the toppings on it? I No, I like doing the thing. Oh, like, what, you like the self-serve like, since, thing? Yeah, being a little kid, what's oh, yeah. the coolest thing ever is doing your own right. like twisky soft-serve They want you to thing. do that because they know that you that people will like fill that thing up and they price it by weight. Mm-mm, I'm too smart. I know, but most people aren't. That's how they, that's how they get you. You get up there and like you're, you let your dumb kid do it themselves. And then their thing weighs like three Mine's pounds. Never more than like $5. Yeah. And I don't really like toppings, but I like doing the little swirly thing <laughs> with my soft serve. It's it fun. is interesting. Cause it's, and such, it tastes better. I feel like most neighborhoods are like that where there's like such a weird mix of like empty storefronts, 
uh, giant corporate either cell phone stores or chain big box things and then like some random local people that have like stuck it out or like fluke got a space or something but like Andersonville doesn't feel like that like mm -mm. they like it's like solidly like yeah there's a few random things here and there that you're like how's this here but like for the most part and like nothing feels like a big eyesore of like oh there's an anthropology right there or, oh there, you know like there's no like the way southport just got kind of overrun by these things that were completely not local yeah like andersonville feels so like like the, even the fucking liquor store that's on the corner is like a local like a yeah. cute yeah. fucking andersonville liquor store like i don't know it's just it's a very it's a special place andersonville if i could afford to live there i would live there oh my god i know but I cannot afford to live I mean, there. I can't afford to live in Lincoln Square either. I mean, we could sell our house and then get, like, a studio apartment and then, like, three years from now be out of money. <laughs> <laughs> but I, we don't, we don't, we like our house. So oh, I have two more people you on do? my list. Okay, so back, back on track <laughs> Oh, then. my God. That's How fine. How did we get to there? Um, I think we were talking about customers, like, no, like, supporting <laughs> like having a w place, having a place to support small businesses oh. like frequently, and, and so it went from like stores to yeah, because like okay. it's not just craft shows where you can do that. Like you should be seeking out local shops that yes. are open. That's why we. That's why I always try to like, I like having store like Sacred Art is always mm -hmm. in the show, and it's like I like having shops be attached to the show because I want it to be clear that like we don't want you to just come here this weekend and buy shit. Mm -hmm. Like, I want you to come here, discover things, and then realize, like, oh, I discovered Norman Lee, and Norman Lee sells their stuff at Modern Cooperative, and, oh, look, we're in Hyde Park, let's go to Modern Cooperative, and, like, oh, my gosh, look at all this other stuff that's here. Like, I want there to be, like, that connection of, like, discovering a cool brand or a cool product or re just even realizing, like, oh, my God, there's all this stuff that I totally didn't know about that's right here in Chicago or, like... Because all of those vendors at the show, like pretty much all of them sell to other to stores mm -hmm. and many of them sell to the same stores. Like there's lots of overlap. Like Humboldt House, I feel like has 15 show of hands vendors carried there right now. Wolfbait has mm -hmm. like a shit ton of, you know, it's like there's all these stores that like if you found something at show of hands, then you might realize like, oh, my gosh, I can go buy this all the time at the store that I didn't realize was like 10 blocks from my house or, you know, mm. so I feel like that's, I don't know. That's kind of how we All right. got off on our tangent. Good. We wrapped up the point of that. Yeah. Tangent. Everybody knows yes. what's going on here. All right. Kind of. Um, so I'm going to get back to my shopping list. Okay. Cause that's essentially what this is. This is my shopping list. This is our list. shopping list. Um, so they're actually next to me. So I've got Bonnie on my one side and I'm, get into my usual trouble with that <laughs> um but the sunday standard i know is I on her the next other on side of me and i was like i'm gonna make michelle blow all her profits <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just put, I'm just gonna put emma right next to you um and there are a couple face oils that i want to try yeah um she's got a couple really new things that about. i want that i i was gonna get at the holiday show and then somehow like i just didn't i don't know like some it, Time got away from me, and then I remember being back at home, like, the next day and being, like, like literally thinking that I bought stuff I didn't buy. 
Oh. Like being like, where's my thing for? Oh, wait. No, I never bought that. I bought so much stuff at the holiday show. I like know. more than I've ever bought. Yeah. I think I think <laughs> Josh bought a lot of stuff. It's dangerous. But good. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm definitely, definitely going to get on my list a couple of those. There's like a small set where you can get one of each oh, nice. face oil. So I think I might get yeah, that. And then try because, it out. Yeah. Um, and then. I will say that she's she's one of my like top picks for like best branding i don't even remember what it was called before it was the sunday standard it was called flora botanical ah yeah yeah okay like yeah her i mean her packaging is stellar her logo is stellar her all of her rebrand stuff is just perfection it's perfect it's so it's like she gets bonus points from the graphic designer but yeah, I like this box. Is that letterpress? Yeah, it's fucking letterpress. Shit. Yeah, you know, like, you know um, how you like me some letterpress. Because I feel like I see a lot of brands that are making similar things that all kind of copy that one brand. I think it's like Herb of Herbivore. No, am I? I'm making that You're up. You're making that up. Sarah, yeah. Sarah's yelling Shit. it. Sarah's screaming it at the at her iPod right now. Yeah, because she has an iPod. She whatever Sarah listens to this podcast on. I think she's yelling at do it. Do you ever like call something something in your head that's and it's not, not that it at all? At all? Um, all the time. I do yeah, that all the I'm, time. I'm just now realizing that this might be the case. It might be with one of that. those situations. Oh no it is. It's called herb before. Oh. I've never said it out loud. I'm like that can't like, be that right. That can't be it. Um, Let me see it. Uh, go to their website. So I think that, um, you know, Sarah's always talking about the brands that um, you just like pick the scents and someone yes. else makes it for yeah. you. There must be, oh God, here. Oh, because yeah. Because I can't get anything to load. Yeah. Um, I see a ton of brands that are like copying their labels. Yeah. And this is, like got the cleanness, but it's not. Yeah, but it's not. Not that. copying it. It's. Um. It is interesting because there are refreshingly different. There's a than bunch that. of. I mean, I think all. All product types have like a similar version of that kind of thing where it's like. The like yeah the Bath and Beauty thing is interesting because yeah there are these like essentially like factories that just mm-hmm. make skincare. And you go in and you have a meeting with them and you're like, I want to make a face lotion and a serum and a bar soap. And they're like, cool, here's our, what we offer. And then you essentially are like customizing something that they already make. Mm -hmm. So like they already know the formula for like the thing you're making. And then you're going in and being like, I want it to have lemongrass in it. And I want it to smell like this. And I want it to, and then like you test it and you're like, can it feel a little less greasy? And they like adjust the formula. Oh, really? And then you say, okay, I want 600 units of that. And like, then, and then they're like, here, it goes in this bottle or this bottle. And then here's the label you can have. And like, do you have a logo or do you want us to pick a logo? Yeah. And like, there's probably like canned packages of things. And so, yeah. And it's hard because like, there are people like, you know, Emma's doing this from scratch and is also like hiring a designer and being like, here, we need the hat. Or maybe she did. I don't know if she did it herself, 
but like having someone design a logo and then like choosing the packaging and like Sarah's the same way, like choosing what the box it goes in is and how the label is and what the verbiage is on it. And so it's like, but to a customer, when you sit it out on a table at a show, you can't, there's no, like, how do you tell the difference between those two things? And, do, and does that matter? Mm-hmm. Like, do people care? It's the, it's the never ending question. Yeah. I want to get this mini facial oil set. Nice. I want to get the, it's like a cleansing. Oh, matte the green. green one. Yes, yeah. That's what I want to get. Mm, this. Oh, is that night? Yeah. I think that's one of them, but I'm sure that there'll be other things that I'm like, Oh, also this. She'll have like four other things yeah. that I'll be like, just add this to my bag. Thank you. Um, yeah, it's hard. Um, okay. And then I'm really excited about this one because I hadn't gone to her website until this morning, but hungry by nature. Yeah. Granola. Um, yeah. I definitely want to get the granola. It's um, so good. Cause I, um, see it at Aromo. Her stuff's all gluten free. I'm at all the time. Um, but she has this amazing blog full of recipes. Yep. Like it's going to be, I, I'm going to spend way too much time today going through all of these recipes. <laughs> um, yeah. Follow her on exactly what be sure you follow her I on want. Instagram too. Cause she always posts like in her stories when she's, when she's like doing a recipe or like when she's going to post a new thing on the so blog. I'm just looking at like the homepage. She's got, um, paleo whole 30 gluten-free stuff. Um, there's a Brussels sprout hash with sweet potatoes and bacon. Nice. That sounds like something I would eat for sure. Like, oh, I'm excited. You're obsessed. You're I'm, obsessed. A, I'm a, immediately obsessed. Nice. Yeah. You'll have to make sure you super psyched. Talk to her at the show. Yeah. I got to figure out where her booth is. Do you know where it is? Um, she upstairs? I do have some upstairs people that I'm going to have to plan my route to. I think she's upstairs. Yeah. Okay. I think she's in the same spot she was before. Uh uh-uh. Okay. No, she was um, downstairs in that in the front hallway the last time. Oh really? The last uh, was that the last minute show? You know, I, I'm thinking of the. Oh, um, you're thinking of Wow Chow's. Yeah, which I did get last time too. That stuff's so good. Yeah, oh, Wow. I might ch- need to get some of that nut butter. They're sharing a booth. Wow Chow and yeah. Nutmegs are sharing a booth. Yeah. They're upstairs, like right at the stairs, right when you walk I the didn't, stairs. They did like a collab one yes. and I didn't get it the yeah. first time I saw it. They're sold out. Of course. So I had to get other ones. Delicious. I want to get the, um, they made a pistachio butter. Mm. That's like a limited edition one. So I'm definitely getting some of that. They had it like at another event. And then I was what like. What does that taste like? I, pistachio I nut butter. Delicious pistachios. Hmm. I, w- I saw it and they, they were saying that it was limited edition and I was like, oh, well, there's no way that's going to like last till like they're going to sell all of it and there's no way it's going to, there's no way they're going to have enough that it'll last through show of hands. And then they posted that they were going to make another batch and have it at show of hands. So I will be buying that. There's a, yeah, there's a few like candy, sweets, treats thing. Like I'm definitely getting some granola. I'm definitely getting some stuff from um, Nikki Darling. Mm-hmm. Um, she made like candy, new candy bars, candy bars, and then has new like chew flavors. Okay. So I'm probably going to be getting several things from her because I do every time. Um, and then I'm probably going to have to stock up on some LeMaster family kitchen spices because we're running out of a couple of ours that we use all the time. That's probably it. Do you do your whole list? I think so. 
I mean, there's definitely more than what's yeah. written down here. I just I want to make sure I talked about people that I don't normally talk about. It's kind of like the best show there is. I mean, I'm not kidding. Like, I just pick the best people. It's not, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> they're the best, and then I just put them all in a room together. But it's seriously like the, f I mean, I don't know. I just think, I think very highly of my vendors. We know. They're just like the great, they're, it's just like the greatest people. Like, if I didn't put this show together and I went to the show, I'd be like, this is so fucking good. Like, how is this this good? Like, who puts this together? <laughs> <laughs> she must be amazing. <laughs> She's like the smartest person in the world. I'm just gonna let you keep going and see how no, how I'm not gonna keep long you compliment yourself. Because I feel like it's so funny when like because sometimes like new vendors especially when uh, whenever people are like that's their first time doing the show and I'm like buying things from everybody, like someone inevitably will comment to me like, "You're just like walking around buying everything," and I'm like, "Yeah, I'm not stupid." Like. Wait, like, do you think I put you all in this one room together so that everyone else could benefit from it? Like, I want, like, I want to buy all of this stuff. If this wasn't my show or if I was just a vendor here or if I just walked in off the street and was like, what is this? Like, I would, I would still want everything here. Like, there's, there's, literally, there's literally no obligation of, like, me feeling like I have to buy stuff because that's stupid. Well, on this topic, I, I just want everything. If you are a vendor in the show and you're listening to this, um, trading is oh, a yeah, huge sure. thing. Trading it, is if legit. you haven't been in the show yet, um, people love to trade. I do. I have mean, anyone I've mentioned, I, I yeah, you're totally like, do down you want for jewelry? trading with? It's funny because trade. I mean, I'm I'm gonna bring those those card those one to trade cards that I have. Oh yeah. So I'll I'll do my best to make sure I give those out to people because I feel like that's a nice like icebreaker thing where because there is that feeling always with trading of like you kind of you can feel a little cocky when you're like I'll yeah. trade with you because yeah. you're basically saying to them of course you want my stuff yeah. which that may not necessarily be true and then you don't want to make someone feel obligated to trade with you because they're kind of trying to like repay the compliment mm -hmm. you don't want people to feel like forced yeah to take something of yours when they don't like your stuff or want your stuff um i've done like some partial trades yeah and i think the the usual etiquette seems to be that like if a vendor comes up and is wanting to buy something from you like they never assume that you want to trade they're mm -hmm. just kind of like i really like this and you know and like you know who they are or you know what they sell like then it's usually the other person is like hey if you tr like literally anytime a vendor comes up to my booth and is even remotely interested in buying something, I immediately say, if you want to trade with me, mm -hmm. like I will trade. Like I have no problem with that. But then it's also like you don't, you as the person buying stuff, you should assume that giving them money is the best compliment. Sure. And then if they want to in turn say, I would trade with you. Like if Emma walks up to your booth and wants to buy a fucking necklace, you're going to be like, uh, yeah, I want yeah, those facial sure. serums. Deal I'm going to add this to my list also. Aged and infused if you want to trade. Done. Trade. I bet they will. They have a new one. They Aged and infused does these um, infusion kits where you put in your own booze. You put in your own liquor. And then it, like, turns into this amazing... Josh and I did, like, several experiments the first time they were in the show where we were like, let's see how good these really are. So we got, <laughs> like... We, like, specifically got... Like, not shitty 
booze, but okay. like we specifically were like, let's get something that like we could never drink straight, like because it's just not, it's just alcohol. So we got this, th- this, um, I think it was gin in like a, it was like in a gas can. Like that was the, <laughs> that was the package. That was like the cute packaging of it. That it was like in a gas can. And so it was like kind of middle gra- middle of the road, like not the cheapest kind you could get, but not the like $40 bottle okay. kind of thing. So we're like, okay, this is just straight like moonshine. Like it was just like clear, straight gin. And I was like, I could never drink that as is. Like it needs to be mixed with all sorts of things. Like put some juice in that. So we did that with one of the kits. And then you could literally drink it straight. Oh, my God. After we did a kit. We bought one as a gift, and now I'm jealous, so I want my own. Well, they, there's a new one that's uh, grapefruit and rosemary that I'm That would go getting, good with gin, right? right? Totally. So, yeah. there's a, I'm, Maybe oh, they want to sponsor a drinking podcast, and they can be on oh, it. They would for sure do that. Yeah, I'm going to sign them up. John and Jesse, you've been signed up. <laughs> you're doing you're committing to this yeah i think that would be awesome well and then i put them near joe snow mm-hmm. so they're like on the other side of the aisle from joe snow because they sometimes like you know they they make sense together and sense. then huh? flavors no sense like logic. oh i thought you meant like sense no they like, make sense like yep Logical. Oh, God, you know help me. I didn't. You were like, they make fragrances Are now? you calling them scents? Well, like, the Maybe other I'm day, Sarah said flavor, and I'm like, that's so unlike you to, like, accidentally call a um, candle a flavor. Oh, yeah. She's like, yeah, I don't give a shit. She's like, <laughs> She's I've like, given I'm, up on I'm life. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very sleepy. And now I just said that on the podcast. You're welcome, Sarah. Sorry, You Sarah. can't say anything no, to me. No, don't say... Everyone should understand that if you say something to me or Michelle, it's it might end up on the podcast. Sarah said much more embarrassing things on the podcast last That's episode. That's true. So I figure everything else is it's on the table. Just, yeah, it's all on the table. It's a fair game. Yeah, I'm I'm ex- I'm feeling tired and anxious about the show just because like I always do the week before because there's a lot to still get done, but. I also love it because like literally the minute it hits five o'clock on Friday, I'm like, sweet, I'm done. <laughs> now it's just like management of everyone, making sure everybody's happy or kicking people out and then shopping. So yeah, if, I can, I'm, if I can make it, I have one more week of like stress and anxiety Yeah, and then it'll be fine. I'm doing that like the second I lay down like your planning goes. my booth in my head which is dumb because it's already planned out yeah but i'm like rethinking re- redoing it in my head every single night yeah. and then causing insomnia issues i do that too where i d- like i feel like i've done my random things to kind of like slow my brain down before i'm gonna go to bed like i try like there's i try to like not yeah. do work i try to like not be working up until going to sleep because mm-hmm. i want my brain to be like not yeah, on fire. I know all of the but tricks that I should be I doing. I still literally, I mean, I even have like that new, I got a new meditation app. Oh, what is it? It's called Simple, I think. Um, it's called Simple Habit. Okay. But they have like themed meditations and some of like, and they also are varying in length. So some of them are like four minutes long and some are like a half an hour long. 
Um, but they have ones that are specifically for like preparing yourself to go to bed. And so I've been like doing that where I'm like, if I can get something to like set my brain up for just going to sleep and I still will, I'll do that and I'll be fine for like 10 minutes. And then I'm, and then I'll just be like so awake and like thinking about shit. Like my brain is just on. Yeah. And then I'm like, should I just get up and like do something? Like, should I like, why am I laying in bed? Like, yeah. Making myself miserable. Um, I think like for this next week, I need to just, um, like stop trying to make things ideal. Like I'm going to have to take Tylenol PM to go to bed or I'm not going to get any sleep like last night. And I'm going to have to give in and not make every dinner from scratch. Right. Like, which bums me out when I have to like order in or whatever, yeah. but it's like, no, no, this, you, is, this is a busy week. Yeah, this is the time I did to do plan it. ahead and I have a ton of stuff in the freezer. That's um, good. but yeah, but it, you do have just to like, like stop feeling guilty yeah. about all this shit and be like, I can't do everything. Right. I can't fall asleep on my own. <laughs> and you can do, you know, like when it's not so busy, you can do all that then when it's not. Yeah. So busy. Um, I don't know. Yeah, just like switching my priorities. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think it's, I don't know. It's hard. It. I know that it's funny because I know how much like with all the vendors, like some of them are like a well-oiled machine and like do so many shows that they're just like, yep, this is another show. We're doing this. We're ha- we have this production schedule. We're going to get this done. We're going to bring this to the show. Um, but you know, who knows? Like maybe behind the scenes, they're like quietly freaking out and that's fair. But then there's other people that are like really nervous about the unknown and like it being the first time they've done the show or it being a big show or like they don't know what to bring or like how much of stuff do you bring? And like, are my, is, my, is my pricing right? And all, you know, but it's at the end of the day, it's like you can't kill yourself like overthinking everything because mm-hmm. in the end, it's going to go the way it's going to go. Like there are certain things that you can control, but like a lot of it is just like throwing shit at the wall and hoping that it sticks. And like sometimes your booth display isn't as great as you wish it could be, but like you do a show and then you learn from it and you go, oh, I didn't even need that whatever. Or like, oh, definitely next time I'm going to have an extra table or what, you know, like mm-hmm. you kind of just have to not kill yourself over it. Like you can stress out and like want it to be better, but it's hard not to spiral into freaking out. I shouldn't spiral. And yet I do. Yeah. I mean, and you've done the show up one million Every times. Every single time. Yeah. And so, I mean, that should make people feel better. I think like even <laughs> the, right. But I mean, that's true. Like even the people who've done it a million times, like I, I mean, I, f- I freak out about it's my because I think I'm going to forget something really dumb yeah. because I've done it so many times right. and I do always do something stupid I do that too. inevitably Sarah has to bail me out from <laughs> like a couple shows ago I had these new curtains and I was the plan was to slide the circle parts through the bar at the top of the stand oh, and, and they didn't, didn't fit, fit. Oh, no. they didn't fit over the end thing oh no and so I'm like, great. And she's like, I have all these S hooks. She's like, I have a bag of everything you could ever want. Yeah. And then the last show, I'm like, I'm so determined to not need her for anything. But I was having issues with you this. probably will. Um, 
frame being too tall. She's like, here, I have one that's shorter. <laughs> I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> She's like, oh, oh, you need this very specific tool that's only for the thing that you ha- you own? I have it in this bag here. It's, I mean, that's the, other, that's the other good thing about the show is like the vendors always have everybody else's back. Like it's everybody's true. got everybody's back. Like people will come ask me for stuff and like every, when somebody comes in and asks me like, oh my God, I need an extension cord and I don't have one. I'm like, I don't have one, but I guarantee you I can find you one. Like I literally am just going to start walking booth to booth mm-hmm. asking if someone has an extra extension cord. And guess what? Four booths in, I have now I have an extension yeah. cord to give you. Like it's, it's fair to assume that like everybody can help each other. Ever you can turn to your neighbor and be like, oh my god, I fucking forgot uh, singles. Can I get? Can I buy some singles off of you? Or like, I didn't bring oh, shopping I bags. Bags last yeah. time on um, between Friday and Saturday, I didn't restock them. Just yeah. completely forgot them. Sophia gave me a giant pile. Yeah. It's good. So I've been doing shows for how long, and I forgot bags. Yeah. Sarah ran out of bags at one, the one of a kind show and uh, Danielle well, running out and forgetting well, to well, bring right. them. Yeah. <laughs> well, she, so she was getting real low. And then I was like, I guarantee you I can walk around and ask, like there were six other people like that had booths nearby. I'm like, I'm just going to start going. I'll go ask Edgewater. I'll go. And of course, Edgewater's was like, you can have as many bags as you want, but they all have stamps on them. They oh, all yeah, say yeah. Edgewater candles. Yeah. on them. <laughs> Shit. Um, but Danielle had a bunch of bags and she just gave, she gave me like a giant armful of bags. And I was like, see everybody, like people come through, like there's mm-hmm. always somebody that will help you or help you figure it out or, or at the very least make you feel like you're not, you know, that you didn't totally fuck up. Like even just having somebody else be like, Oh my God, I did the same thing two shows ago. And then you're like, Oh good. At least, I mean, thank you. That makes me feel like I'm not a failure. I, I've, th- I've made all <laughs> the mistakes. Yeah. I definitely like, forgot bags a couple times i've forgotten business cards i forgot all of my packaging that pop-up we did at Redbud last year oh, right. i left all of my packaging at home uh once on the it's way to something. holiday renegade i realized i left my phone and my ipad at home oh no and i had to like shove steve off the bus we were on give him money to take a cab to home oh my god and then he had to take a cab back to the show Ugh. left all this is why it's good to have a checklist. Um, Cause that's sometimes, yeah. I mean, that can at least help you. Like, no, I know. I, u- I will make one. Cause I do. Morning of. I used to never do that. And then I think one of the shows where I just like completely forgot shopping bags. I was like, okay, you just have to make a fucking list. I do and sometimes. Like, and, and like sometimes I think I've got it. it. Yeah. And be like, this is, I yeah. just put this in the car, cross it off. Yeah. <laughs> I Ugh. usually try to like in my house, I'll make, I make like a very specific pile. Like, that's kind of in the way. Like I'll put it in the kitchen where it's like physically interrupting the space, not just like on my table downstairs or something. So that it's like, I can literally look at that pile and go, wait, where's my telescopes? Where's my signage that like, that should, I don't see it here. And then I'm like, Oh, it's down the basement. So it's like, if I make a pile that I can literally see like every single thing that I'm bringing and then I can go, I don't see shopping bags in this pile. That means that I forgot them. Ugh, okay. Are you stressed out now? A little bit. <laughs> but guess what? In reality, the show's like a week away, not three days away. That's not very much time. That you know I like to better. be done super early. No, I know you do. That's good. I'm never done super early. 
I'm always doing shit like on Thursday night till one in the morning, which is fine. No, I can't do that. I'd like break everything. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's true. Okay. <laughs> do we both? Now I'm in we full, both feel full, stressed out. Yeah. We just made everyone feel we made better. Feel better and worse at the same yeah. time. Well, the the moral of the story is go to show of hands. Yeah, that's what we were supposed to be doing. <laughs> and and support all these people who are like working really hard and stressing themselves out over their booth displays <laughs> and making products. Tell people that their booth displays. Yeah, looks give nice. people props. If you see Even if you like you can't buy anything, say your booth display say looks your, great. Your product is amazing and yeah. I love your booth display. I'm going to follow that. you on Instagram. Yeah. I'm going to take a picture of your booth right now. Oh, and I'm yeah. Gonna tag it on Instagram. What's your Instagram handle? Let's t- We should do a whole episode like teaching people how to be good shoppers. Like how you because have you seen those Instagram posts that people are putting up that are all terribly designed that are like, here's ways you can support mm. makers and artists without spending a dime. Yeah. And it's like a list that's like tag them on Instagram. Zero dollars. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like tell a friend that they're cool. Zero dollars. You know, mm-hmm. like we should have a thing like that. That's like, here's the things you can do. Like at a show or how, you know, how to support these people and, and at least encourage them if nothing else. If you can't encourage them with your dollars, like encourage them with like a com a nice comment and an, like don't ask them fucking stupid questions. Don't ask them dumb questions or like rephrase your questions. Like if you're interested in what they do, don't like condescendingly be like, did you make all this? Or, or tell them about how you make it, how yeah, you're actually, somebody like, don't do that. I was thinking about this the other day. Cause I do get asked, did you make all this all the time? And, um, I just now realized that maybe people were doing the same thing I was doing at so that last show. You? Yeah. That they thought there's no way she made all of this. Yeah, I think that's partly, maybe. yeah, that's probably part of it for sure. So now that changed my perspective I'm i mean i think that's that. kind of part of what we've talked about before where like i mean i think we talked about it at the last in the last episode where it's like you have you do as a maker have to like when you're the person standing behind the booth like you have to remember that each individual person coming up hasn't asked you that question 50 yeah. times like you have to not be exhausted by it and like the next time somebody's like did you make all of this mm-hmm. you can't be like yeah you have to be like Yes, actually, like so these pieces here were made by, I, we actually designed the shape of all of these and we do 3D castings and like we design it and blah, blah, blah. Like you have to ha- be ready with like yeah. a sales pitchy canned answer. Like I almost always go into like, yes, our cards are, all of our cards are printed in Chicago and with various methods. I design all of them. The typography designs are the, like, here's an example of one that's hand lettered and like, you know, like you just have to go with something. I specific. need the, like the part after the <laughs> yes, yeah. you know, cause it's like, I don't know where to and go. And I think if you just have like a prepped answer that yeah. you say to everybody and it'll feel real repetitive to you, but like, it'll feel super professional yeah. to the person that asked you the question and it, I'll work on that when I'm laying in bed. Right. <laughs> the, the people who are good customers who weren't asking you to trick you will be, will enjoy that you gave them some information and feel like they appreciate your stuff more. And the people who are assholes will get put in their place because you will clearly be knowledgeable about, yes, this is how I made this. 
and like any follow-up question they have you'll be like absolutely like i always have people who are like super smart about computers Mm. which i'm saying sarcastically where they're like oh my god do you use uh indesign and i'm like no idiot nobody that does any vector art does it in indesign you don't even know like i want to go into a whole tirade about how like you don't even know what you're talking about indesign is for page layout and ad spreads and flat graphics like i'm vectorizing type you're dumb (laughs) but instead i'm like no actually i use illustrator and then now everybody wants to talk to me about iPads because every mm. all fucking hand letters have like fucking Apple pencils and iPad Pros and like they do everything directly into their iPad. And so people several times are like, oh my God, do you do all this on your iPad? And I'm like, this is my iPad. And I like point to my shitty iPad mini two mm. that can't use Procreate and doesn't can't use an Apple pencil. And I'm like, no, I draw things with a thing called a real pencil. <laughs> <laughs> it's got lead in it. But usually people want to talk about, you know, a million things that they think is graphic design. And I just have to be like, nope, that's not how I do it. Here's how I do it. Thanks for asking a question. Do you want to buy something? (laughs) Are you going to buy anything? Then I'll answer your question. But you just have to get used to it. You have to get used to their dumb, repetitive questions. Because they're going to ask. It's been... Like over four months since I've done a show. Oh yeah, you're up. So yeah, you get ready. I gotta get myself. The there. Friday night. That's why the Friday night's good because like you got people that are like happy to be there, it, and it's people and I recognize, and yes. I can usually say like, "Sorry, usually I'm awkward." Yes. <laughs> I feel like the Friday night has so many good benefits where it's like it's it's like a good crowd always. It's people who want to spend money. It's not the like weirdy people that like. The, the weirdy people that ask too many questions and are awkward and, like, make you feel annoyed only come on Saturdays and Sundays. And there really aren't that many. No, there's, like, five. Yeah. And they're the same They're the same people to all the vendors. Like, literally one vendor will have a story about somebody, like, having an awkward conversation with them. And you'll realize that you had the same customer having an awkward conversation with you, like, 20 minutes before that. Because it's always the same. There's just there's always like a handful of people. You can pinpoint them. We should all write a book. We should totally write a book. All right. So this week, this Friday, ticket show of hands, five to nine p.m. Yep. That's a ticketed part of the show where you get a free drink and you get first dibs. You get first look at everything, and it's kind of like I don't know. It's just like a fun, chill party atmosphere where you're just like buying everything. Um, and also like, you know, it won't get overly crowded because right. there's a set number of tickets. Right. So if you like shopping with like, you know, more room to yeah. like, and it's also like the browse. vendors are kind of like fresh, you know, like they haven't been working all weekend yeah. and like they have their newest, some, some of the vendors have like one of some, like I'm they might have one of a kind of one things. of a kind stuff. And so like, if you come on Saturday, that stuff's going to be gone. Yeah. Like the one of a kind stuff's going to be gone. Um, and then Saturday and Sunday are free and open to everybody. No tickets. You don't have to register Everyone ahead of time. Everyone, including your dogs. Yes. Bring Please your dogs. bring your dogs. It's kid friendly. It's baby friendly. Like there's plenty of room for strollers. There's plenty of room for dogs. Um, there's going to be courtyard space. We're going to have food trucks. There's going to be booze. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's basically just like, I don't know. It's the best, it's the best show in the city. I say that with all confidence. If like, Literally, it's not just for 
like young people or just girls or whatever. Like if you have a husband that like you've taken to Renegade and he fucking hates it, bring him to this show. He will love it because the vendors are awesome and there's stuff for everybody. So I feel like it's just a good, and it's kind of like at that time of year where like everybody's been in hibernation and like hasn't really been out. Yeah. And, like, all of us have stuff. been. Yeah. So it's all, I don't know. The spring show every year for me feels like the beginning of the year. Like it feels like the start of like energy, like everybody kind of making new stuff. And like a lot of people are launching things at the show mm-hmm. and have new products at the show. And it's just, I don't know. It makes me feel, I always feel kind of like depressy, like January, February where I'm like, Oh, like stores are closing and I feel, and like sales are down and everybody's kind of just like, has their face in their phone and you know like nothing's real so like show of hands is the new january show of hands is the new january (laughs) happy new year (laughs) i like that i'm totally fine with that i feel and like the weather's been so i'm really running out the is the new january joke i feel like i mean it could very well snow next like it could snow during the show that'd be fine would that be insane the snow we got last was our big april snow yes and that there's not more coming but you never know you never know uh, that's probably the biggest april snow i've seen in a while yeah even though it snows every april I and mean, everyone always intense. whines about yes, it everyone's like what's it's happening like, shut up it's it like, snows every april every every april. single april no matter what every even april. without polar vortex yeah like, it snows yeah it snows but yeah but that I was a big one I'm excited for, like, I kind of don't want the weather to be too nice. I want it to be, like, I want it to be, like, 50 degrees and, mm. like, maybe rain a little bit. You just described my ideal weather yeah. at all times. Like, I want it to just be, like, not, like, not terrible. Like, I don't want it to be pouring down rain, thunderstorm, torrential partly downpour. Partly cloudy. Yeah. Partly, partly cloudy, sunny. Sunny for part of Saturday. Yeah. I want it to be, like, kind of chilly on Friday night. So, like, let's make that happen, people. <laughs> Everybody like put that put that energy about the weather out into the world and see what happens. I think it's gonna be fine. I think it, like no matter what, even if it rains, like the food trucks don't care if it's raining. Mm-mm. We'll move that. We'll park them a little closer to the doors, and like that, you know, you'll run out. You'll get your food. You'll come back in. It's fine. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. It's gonna be. It's gonna be I busy. I had something else. Busy, no. busy. Oh, and look for our ad in New City. And then we're also look for our ad um, on Thursday in the Red Eye. Really? Exciting. So that's going to, it'll be in that, it'll be in this weekend's Red Eye. Cool. So, yeah. So maybe there'll be like 70,000 new people at the show (laughs) because of the Red Eye. The Red Eye has like huge circulation that I was unaware of. Like, I knew it was, like, a thing, and I knew people, like, pick it up and get it on the train and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. But, like... I used to when I commuted. I looked at the ad numbers for it, and I'm like, this is insanity. They're huge. So, cool. we'll see. We'll see what happens. All right. I think that's it. Um. Oh, yeah, and it's at Artifact Events, which is 4325 North Ravenswood. So, it's just south of Montrose on Ravenswood. You can park literally anywhere around there. But the best way to get there is take the brown line to the Montrose stop. That's the easiest. Because it literally is like not even a block from the train. And then you can go to all sorts of cool other places like in that area if you don't live. Yeah. 
if you live uh, far away. See the new Hazel. Oh my God, the new Hazel is fantastic. Get and some ice cream at Margie's. Get some ice cream at Margie's. You can go t- um, get lunch at Bien. What is it called? Oh, I I guess I don't know how you pronounce it. We never it. know what the name is. Um, there's a Venezuelan place. Um, at Polina. Great, and great. Um, um, Montrose. We're, doing a, we're going to we're doing a great job of shouting them out. I want to say like. I just call it the Venezuelan place. <laughs> Damn, why don't I know what it's called? It does start with Bien. It does start with a with. A B. All right, it's on the corner. Bien me sabe. Okay. Um, it's bien me sabe. It's on Montrose. Yeah, it's on Montrose, like um, across from where. What did Jigger used to be? Angel Food. Angel Food, but now it's called. It's not open. Whatever it is. It, I thought it. Re- I thought it just reopened. I think it just reopened. Okay. So like, like a week ago, they yes. weren't open. Oh. Okay. No, like oh, okay. just recently. Okay. Well, I don't know them. Um. Irrelevant. Yeah, so <laughs> you and I went there for the, f- it was my first time there, and I have gone so, like, I can't even times. tell you how many times I've really gone good. after. They have really good, um, like, so create good. your own arepas. It's really good. And I've got mine down, so. So whatever, make a day of it. Come to show of hands. You'll see Michelle with her potentially insane booth display that she's going to redo today in her sleep. I don't know. I've and it, then it's new. <laughs> everything's like, new. Tablecloths new. new. Curtains are new. Oh, shit. Everything's new. Everything's new, people. See Orange Beautiful's booth where nothing is new. No, it'll be. I mean, it's kind of new. It's different setup. Oh, all the jewelry's new too. Oh, oh the jewelry. <laughs> the jewelry's new. New summer collection. Yeah. Every, stuff. I mean, all of the even. I mean, like about half of the vendors are people who were just in the holiday show, but like every single one of them has new stuff. Like new designs, not just like more stuff, but mm-hmm. like new designs and new collections and new products. So that's always, that's the most exciting thing for me is like people that I already know I like buying from and then being like, oh shit, you have, th- what's this? What's this? Tell me about this. Like candle people always have new fragrances mm-hmm. and like the Bath and Body people always have like these four new products. And so it's always exciting yep. to see all the stuff everybody's been working on while in hibernation except for me i haven't been working on anything <laughs> i've been working on this and then also not dying of migraines that's been my project for the last i should make like a migraine <gasps> card you should have a migraine card. or something right be like sorry about your migraines <laughs> sorry you're a middle-aged lady with hormone problems or whatever my <laughs> issue is is that a good card? Um, <laughs> would you send that to me? I guess I would buy it from you and send it to you. To me, yeah. Hmm. I'll work on that. I'll have a whole, <laughs> I'm going to have a whole, like, old lady line. Okay. No, probably not. Unless it has something to do with, like, hip-hop lyrics. I probably won't do that. Okay. I I'm think good. we're good. Yeah. I think we're both, like... I, worn I have out too many lists and going in yes, my head now, we're no, we're now and not enough paper. In, <laughs> now we're, we've shifted into prep Shit. mode. Oh, God. All right. Um, so, yeah. Um, we'll see you at the show. If you're not in Chicago, just go on the vendor list that's on the website, and you can shop everybody's websites yeah. virtually. Good call. Right? Because there's cool stuff that we talked about that even if you're not in Chicago, you can still you can still buy shit from them. And then tell them that you were like, I heard that you were in the sh- in show of hands. And I just heard, read, heard about you on this podcast. 
And they'll be like, I don't care. Thanks for your order. <laughs> Thanks for giving me money. Um, but if you are in Chicago, you have literally no excuse to not come to this. Unless you're like, gonna, I'm going on vacation. I've had a <laughs> trip planned. Well, then you lose. You'll miss out. You'll have to wait till November. Bummer. All right. Um, yeah. Anything else that you want to no, talk about? No, um, just a reminder that we're on Spotify. We right? are. Isn't that fancy? It is fancy. We're real fancy. Um, and I also like uh, that Spotify actually uses the individual graphics. Oh, okay. Whereas some of the other apps um, just have Choose our the default one, yeah. logo graphic for okay, each episode. Yeah. Whereas Spotify actually has, each episode has the actual graphic. Okay. So that's pretty exciting. Cool. I I don't have Spotify on and and so my far phone, we've had so. three people listen really to it on Spotify okay listen to the last episode so um, that's exciting <laughs> so Spotify make us look like we're cooler right. than we are I think that we have two followers and one of them is me sweet I should download <laughs> the app um then we'll have three three um but yeah what any, else any podcast Our, app you yeah. can find us and then if you want to support us on Patreon we're still on there um. I think there's like one bajillion tiny rants. The most recent tiny rant is pretty excellent. It's because it included, it was the same raucous group from the last episode of Sarah and Julie and me and Michelle drinking. Um, so if you want to hear that, plus all the old tiny rants. And I think there's like one tiny rave in there. Yes. Um, we'll have to balance yeah. it out and do another. So it's just $5 a month for that. And then what else? I don't know. Email us if you want. Yeah. If you've got a topic idea or you want to hear about something specifically, we may do like a show of hands recap episode or have somebody have a vendor from the show be on in the weeks after that. But then, yeah, we'll need some new I have topic some, ideas. I have some research topic <laughs> ideas that I haven't been able to get to. This yeah. has been a oh, weird yeah. year. It's been a weird couple months for sure. So, um... I do have research topics. I think there's some topics people have been expecting us to do for like six months. That we have And done. I, yeah. We'll get to it. Yeah. And then, yeah, we'll probably do, figure out some sort of meetup or event or something like oh, yeah. towards the end of the summer. If you it, have a space that you want to oh, um, yeah. do a meetup at, let us know because neither of our last two spaces are available anymore. That's so. True. We could do, I mean, I'll just, like, volunteer them. We could uh, do a recording at Edgewater. Oh, yeah. At Edgewater Candles. Because they, they have opened their space to yeah. people. Like, we do that. We'll figure it out. All right. But, yeah, if anybody knows of a space or wants to see us somewhere specific or has a topic idea in general, just email us. Pancaketownpodcast at gmail.com. Yep. That's it. I think that's it. And then we'll just see you at Show of Hands this weekend. Yep. Okay. Bye. Bye.